Hello, darlings. Welcome back to another episode. My next guest is not just one of my favorite humans on this planet, but is an old soul who has managed to mix in the realm of human material success without losing the most important success, which is that of the soul's spiritual growth. He is a tech entrepreneur whose new app will be launching soon, and he's one of a kind. So please welcome Liam De Silva. Well, hello, sister. Hi, <laughs> brother. By the way, you're co- he's coming to you live from San Francisco at the moment. So, hello. <laughs> hello there. It's so crazy, the fact that now we're having this conversation on this platform we've created during the most difficult times in history, I think, in our modern history, this yes. pandemic. Um, you've made it, like, you made light out of it, which is amazing. And Thank you, my hearing you now on this podcast, I'm super excited for you and, and Thank the you. topic and I, and you're going to be discussing today. Well, I want everyone to know, first and foremost, that Liam, I mean, I've known Liam for a long time, but we fully reconnected on so many levels during this pandemic out of all times to reconnect with people when we're not really connecting, per se. Mm-hmm. And you have been a huge part of my spiritual growth, especially during these past six months, like supporter, coach, all that. So I couldn't be happier to finally get you on the podcast because I'm like, to all my listeners that know the journey, this is literally like going to be a good one (laughs) because you were like such a part of it. So thank you. Thank you, honey. But um, so how is it right now? I mean, I know you were there for the fires. I don't know if you, I, I had some listeners that have messaged me about fires and stuff. And are you still dealing with that in San Francisco, like air quality and stuff or what? Well, the air quality has increased the past week, I would say, but the fires are still happening. They're <laughs> Napa, they're all around surrounding. So this is a sad thing now. It's like, I was raised here. I grew up here and we didn't have this 15 years ago. You know, like we didn't deal, like we had fires, but they were not like this. Uh, and it's getting worse and worse by year. So mm-hmm. being here has been a reality check that, you know, what's really important, people are uniting around each other and really being helpful. And yes, I think it's, we're being tested right now in a very big way. Uh, but the community around me and like communities around me that I've been seeing uh, are coming together and just helping each other, which is honestly one of the best things that I've seen that mm-hmm. come out of this pandemic, but also the fires. It's like California is getting a left and right. <laughs> like so, literally, it's yeah. it's terrifying. There's been alerts uh, over here in LA because we've had all those fires saying, oh, it's going to be hot this week. Be careful. Fire warning. I'm like, I'm like, can we just not? Like we just got air quality back. It's It's scary. But I mean, you and I both believe in a lot of things that I sometimes dive into on this podcast. And um, I always tell people, you don't have to believe in what I believe in, but why not take a chance? Cause it's still real, like energy and frequency and stuff. And I feel like we've talked about how this year, particularly with everything going on, fires, pandemic, um, you name it, it's really kind of shifting the collective. Right. And it's either going yeah. like extremes, like the pendulum's going either super positive or super negative. There's like really no in between right now. You know what's happening? You know what's- yeah, you know what? It's very interesting. And the reason why last week when we had our conversation, you were going through your problem with technology, mm. particularly social media. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's this, there's a division right now that we haven't experienced before. Mm. And it's, we can say that it's in a spirit, like we're very divided spiritually. And 
and when it comes to our beliefs, political wise, et cetera. But I think ultimately it comes down to the division created by the tools around us, specifically technology. Mm-hmm. I think this, the news, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, the way that we consume technology and news nowadays has created a literally a blockade between us from yes. extreme beliefs. So there's no longer, you know, we, we cannot, like before we were tolerant. We could have a conversation, we compromise. But because technology has become so like, like polarized, mm. we now believe that we can st- stick to our ground and not compromise with the other side. And, and there's we, and there's no know, room for communication. We're... People are actually exactly. not communicating, even with all these platforms for quote unquote communicating per se. Right? There's a lack exactly. of exactly. So you would say that we've gotten more social because of technology, but not really. Mm. Having a social doesn't make you social in real life. So it's something that we have to kind of understand that when this is all happening we really have dependent on technology for our social needs. Oh my God, In history, yes. we are social human beings and we require social interaction. That's what we need community. Um, the thing is, we shifted community from in real life to the past 15 years to online. Now, we're mm-hmm. really seeing the effects of it. Depression, suicide rates are up. We're seeing anxiety. We're seeing younger and younger kids, you know, struggling with like... Uh, in you know, social cyberbullying, uh, social interactions. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy so you said it that because connects. that's what I felt <laughs> in a weird way. It all connects. Um, so, what do you think the solution would be if you had to choose? Because well, now, how do we detach from that? Without, I mean, like I know what what I'm going through right now, but which I'll tap into. But how would you like? What would you say? the future goal would be since we can't fully get rid of it. If I can pick one word right now, it would be harmony. Mm-hmm. It would be finding way, finding a way for us to unite and look at each other and accept each other. We don't have to agree with each other. We just have to allow each other to leave, you know, to believe what we believe and live our experience and learn and hopefully grow. Because I think right now it's easy to, to point at people and be like, you're wrong. I know you're wrong because I know I'm right. Yeah. And just not deal with them and just be rude or just like literally just not interact with them at all. But or that's be not, little. we can't. Yeah, we can't yeah. do that right now. It's a time to be like, OK, let me listen to you. Um, let me see where you're coming from so I can have empathy so that I can, you know, we can coexist. I think the second word would be coexist. We have to find a way to coexist now because we we're no longer like doing so. Obviously, you look at the news, it's getting more extreme. It's Divided. Getting, yeah. Honestly, every time I don't look at the, I don't listen to the news. I don't look at the news anymore. Me too. Because it's depressing. And it's because it feels like we're living a movie. You know, it's like, it feels like it gets worse. The stakes are higher and higher every time. And I mean, yeah. And not in a good way. This isn't the blockbuster I signed up for. I'm like, this is the, right? this is the R-rated uh, horror film that I, did never wanted to act in and suddenly got forced into in a virtual reality sense that I can't get the fuck out. I'm like, help, help. But I, I love that you said harmony and coexist because, and you and I have talked about this. I've, and I say this on the podcast in every episode, I'm such a firm believer that there is such a lack of self-love in this planet 
that that's what has led to people becoming cruel and greedy and jealous and insecure that leads to all this like negativity, right? And -hmm. how they interact with others. So for us to even get to that point, I, I would love to believe and I want to believe that in this realm, we'll get to a point where people will start learning and waking up that inner love to learn to be compassionate and kind and therefore empathetic and therefore harmony is created. But I just, I, every other day that I'm like you, I can't watch the news because every, every other day I see some sort of negative crap on social media or on the news or something. It's like, it just dims that light of hope just a little bit. And I'm like, I can't, I can't allow that. I don't, I refuse to allow that because I want to empower the other side of truth. Like I want to believe that something great mm. can happen, but it's hard. But you to know, it's something that's very interesting that I think um, a lot of people kind of bo- hear, hear it and maybe believe it to a certain extent, but don't really internalize it mm. is the idea that, you know, it's in spirituality and self-worth and growth. Everybody that's in that realm, they hear this, but I don't think they internalize it. The word um, your self-love, but also mm. we're all one. When you hear the quote, we're all one, it's abstract. It's out there. You somewhat understand it or believe it, but then it's hard for you to visualize it. How can we all be one? How can we all be connected? So, Like an energetic source. Exactly. When you start breaking it down, we believe that, you know, we sometimes forget that we're these amazing beings and we we don't know a lot about ourselves in our existence. Look at the stars, how magical, how like beautiful that works, intricate. The earth is like very precise and mathematical, yet like very mysterious, you know, mm-hmm. one angle degree shift on earth and we're done, you know? Yeah. So, it's so perfect how life works, how our body is so um, intricate and, and, you know, it's a, a machine that evolved, has evolved through like, you know, years and years and years of evolution, but yet it's such a, it's so powerful, Mm-hmm. The mind, you know, we're, we don't know a lot about our, our, our minds. They say we only yeah. use like 10%. It's We've only tapped into 10, that. probably less. Yeah. Well, majority of people, yeah. I would say maybe like 1% Trump supporters. So like, no, sorry. <laughs> what I tell people all the time is don't focus on what you know, focus what you don't know. Yeah. If 1%, just 1% of the stuff that you don't know could be true, like let's say, um, and now we're getting a little bit into the abstract, which is, what you believe in, right? The connection between all of us, a little thread that connects us all. Um, if you believe that that exists, that we all have a purpose while we're here in this particular time and place on earth, and you believe that there's there's a higher being to that. You don't have to believe in God in particular. You don't have to believe in, in a religion. You just have to believe in energy and something created this. Um, something amazing has created. Even if it's like a, a source supernova. Yeah. Or something. That's why I always say energy is real. I look at this plan. You see how intricate and how perfect it is? We're looking at a succulent right now, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It has a purpose and it knows who it is and it knows how it's meant to survive and everything. We're like Mm. that too. But we forget. We overthink things and we start overcomplicating life. And, And, you know, we're allowed to question life. The only thing is it gets to the point where we're trying to play God you know, I believe that God is in all of us. You know, I believe that, you know, when I say God, I mean energy. I'm not yes. religious. I don't believe in the organized religion. I believe in, in you know, a set of beliefs that guide us in life. Yeah, religion, um, we've we've discussed that religion is yeah. very much so man-made, different agenda. We're talking, spiritualism is so simplified when it comes, when you literally just think of 
energy, yeah. not the physical. It's for me, it's love. You know, yes. to me, that's my religion, love. Me <laughs> that's, too. My, that's my boo. my guiding light, my north light. Mm-hmm. And to me, it comes what the words that I said earlier, harmony. And I said, quote, sis comes down mm-hmm. to the word love, you know, and believing that we are all one. And that when you hate another people, you're hating on yourself. Exactly. When you judge others, you're judging yourself. Because oh. it's always going to be a point, always going to be, there's always going to be a, a finger pointed at somebody. But then and there's three pointed me. back at you. The finger exactly. you point, my mommy says all the time, finger you point, you're pointing three back at you. Exactly. So, so never, for, never forget that. Because yes. next time you're casting judgment at somebody or looking down at somebody, sometimes we, we don't see we're doing that because we've been programmed, you know, since we were kids. Yeah. To do certain things, to act a certain way society has programmed us. So you have to be very cautious when you're going through life and you're, you know, making decisions and, and you know, you know, pretty much deciding who to be friends with, why not, who you're not friends with and why. All those little decisions that you make. Protecting your, you're protecting your, your inner circle. I mean, I've, I've, listen, we've talked about this. Like even this year, I had to do a little friend spring cleaning, not because... I don't care about people, but because I care about myself so much that I realized certain people were too toxic in my life and the energies yeah. were toxic and would just push me to a toxic lifestyle. And I was like, that, no, I, you have to self-protect. That's called love. That starts with you. The best way to put it is like, I've done that too. And yeah. I've done it in, in cycles. And I tell people this all the time and they, I think it's a great way to visualize how, for me, life, how I view my life. Mm. I believe that life is like a train. You know, you're like, you're the train Choo-choo. and you're on a track. You know, you're you're going around the world. It's a train and, and it Hello. makes a lot of stops along the way. People mm-hmm. get in, people get out. That represents people in your life. Mm-hmm. Some people come in, they, for a specific reason, they're there for like once, one little like, you know, stop and then they get out and maybe they'll get back on later on in life, you know? Yeah. Later on, on your, on your road. Um, on your destination, you you don't know where you're going. Obviously, that's what the we are. The future is unknown. Yeah, the degree. But yeah. the the thing is, people coming come into your life and get out of your life sometimes, and without an explanation. But sometimes you you're allowed to make decisions on who's allowed who's who's allowed to be in your cabin with you, you know, <laughs> join that trip in my um, VIP cabin. <laughs> right. I mean, like, this is a VIP cabin, yeah. Yeah, honey, we're trying to go a little posh, like I'm trying to go art deco train vibes, you know. Yeah. With, with all yes. the luxury and everything. <laughs> um, with all the organic but, food. I know, love that, but, but that's literally, true. It's it's literally getting the weight off. Because if you don't get the weight off, you're going to be heavy dense. Think about what happens to dense to this crystal that I have here. Heavy, <gasps> oh, right? and one of the biggest reasons we're best friends there it is there's that crystal but um, but yeah it, it, it's heavy so like you want to be light especially during this time mm. that's very dense and there's a lot of emotion and a lot of like you know dense energy around us because mm-hmm. people are feeling you know they're feeling claustrophobic they're feeling um they're feeling all the emotions that maybe they were suppressing for a long time it's coming to oh, the it's surface. coming out it's coming out so this year it's Everything. affecting all of us it's affecting my energy, your energy, because we're all connected. Like I said, bring that one to a one. So the way we can help people around us is by being kind, empathetic, and helping yes. others. Yes. Um, helping them through these, you know, dark times that we're experiencing. Because when you help them, you help yourself. It's it's a it's a survival instinct that we have, but we forget. Like I said, if you remember that we're all connected, your survival instinct tells you, you know, 
save myself, you know? Yeah. But remember, you're, you depend on other people, the people around you. I mean, but so, there is a, there is a degree of understanding too, though, like ha, kind of like that metaphor where they say, you know, like you have to put the life best on yourself first and yeah, then help others because course. if not, you're both going to drown kind of vibe. So like, I do believe, and, and I, from my experience, yeah. that I, it's like, I didn't want to be the blind leading the blind. Like yeah. if, if I would have launched this podcast before I would have, been such a hypocrite whereas now i've experienced both sides of the coin so i can talk about it and i can now guide because i'm living proof and living my truth kind of per se right so you're the perfect example of this actually by the way yeah Um, because i'm also not just like i'm gonna keep this to myself and like not tell anyone now i'm like i want to share because i want to help people through my through my experience not because i just we all go through the cleansing process in a different way in a a different time like for me you know this like i removed myself from pretty much everything for the past three years it took me it took a lot (laughs) including me me. (laughs) but that's because i was out of nightlife yeah so you know i had to get away from that like scene and that you know for me became toxic best thing you can do person that i didn't recognize you know so i had to step back and recalibrate and really Kind of recreate myself. Kind of what and I did this year. Connected to this pandemic, exactly. You were there, so mm-hmm. for me, it was it, we we saw each other. Like now, we see each other. <laughs> we like see you, baby. I see you. Um, because you are putting the work, and you are yes. there right now, and you can actually help other people who are, you know, where we were. You know, for me, three years ago, and for you, me, you, like you, March. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I so, mean. We're doing, I think, you know, in your own right, this, this podcast and this conversation that we're having can help people. Maybe I don't necessarily, we don't necessarily have to wake people up as people say, mm-hmm. we just have to like get the conversation started and maybe have people look at us and can relate to us. You know, but I think, but I think that were... helps people wake up. It's not even saying like, Hey, you wake up. Like I actually had this conversation in, in an interview earlier where not this specific one, but she said it more along of entertainment. But I, yeah. I was like, this actually applies to all of life, which was, she was like, you just have to be yourself. Like even when a script is like, you have to be, you know, Pam from, I mean, no, sorry, like Jan from Idaho. And you guys, it's like, yeah, but do it. Do you do the addition audition still a little bit with a little bit of you, Pamela Francesca? And I was like, yeah, yeah. kind of, I get that. She's like, because you stand out. And I was like, well, that's kind of like with everything in life. It's like, if you are your authentic self, people yeah. will resonate with that and then be like, oh, wait, but why is this person glowing? And why is this person looking all great and being all happy? I, I What's that about? I want to learn. And suddenly without you having to be like, yo, wake up your soul, you you kind of like, inspire them to want to without directly telling them this is what you have to do exactly and, I, and that's, I've, what I that's happened in. now because i've heard i've had listeners email me or dm me and be like i found you uh, you know by by default through one of like my guests or something and now i can't stop listening because like you you're inspiring me to want to be a better version of myself and that's what even this conversation is why i'm like this is what i hope for people to tune in and be like what's this yeah. about i'm down i mean and the advice would be right now like the spring cleaning right now during this time is mm. look at your life and look at the people around you. If those people build you up, if you have a conversation with them, if you make you feel lighter, happier, make mm. your day brighter, then they're meant to be in your life right now. If those people are challenging, are creating conflict within you, are, you know, you feel dense after have a conversation with them, then those are the people you have to look at and maybe start thinking about, you know, maybe it's not the right time to be around each other right now. You know, 
there's no need to be around that energy, you know, specifically right now when it's, the times are very difficult and right you don't need to make it more difficult upon yourself. So it doesn't mean you have to cut people off completely. It just means put distance. Take a little break. Yeah. Take a little break. And mm-hmm. then, you know, maybe when they're feeling better and you're, you're even feeling better, you can help them then. But right now focus on survival more. Like you need to build yourself. You need to uh, retain as much energy as you can. Because every day, every conversation you have, every dialogue, um, every dis- like debate, argument, whatever it is, it takes energy from you. Mm-hmm. This is the time when you're meant to put that energy into productive things like this podcast, <laughs> into <laughs> things that are going to help other people, into things yes. that are meant to you know, expand and grow. And, and that's what you want to do. Where do you want to water? You're, you know, think about it this way. You're watering. You have plants and you have limited amount of water mm-hmm. if you have 10 plants you're going to put less water in each plant they might not survive they need certain amount of water you know mm-hmm. and to grow and be happy and 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 you know for, it's life that's how life works so be selective focus your attention on the things that make you feel happier and i think ultimately that will help solve a lot of the things we're, we're going we're discussing here I mean, I um, and- I recently had that test, I want to say. I even wrote a poem called Test about it for the past, since Friday to today. For, in terms of people, yeah. I've met some new people and, and some people f- that I've known in the dating realm. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, where I was, it was that feeling where like one person made me question my worth kind of and made me feel not my best. And another person made me feel grandiose and I was like well I'd rather be around the person that makes me feel happy than the person that makes me feel yeah. crappy and I was like but then everything else about them it was like there was there was a lot of good on paper bad on paper <laughs> like all these other little things that I'm like well maybe neither one of them is for me you know but also taking that in and touching it I want to just say um going from that that for those of you listening as I And if you heard the, the episode prior to this, I basically had a conversation that kind of pertains to everything we're talking about with Liam the probably three or four days after I lost my Instagram or it's been disabled while it's being fixed because it got hacked. And as I was talking to Liam, I was, as you guys know, if you heard the episode before, I was having major scenarios of... Uh, I don't want to say panic, but like, I wasn't feeling my best. I was freaking out. It was like this vibe, you know, as you said, this like addiction that we have with technology where I literally felt like, oh crap, like what am I going to do? Blah, blah. And I literally said to Liam, I go, Liam, how am I going to prove to anyone, potential people I'm going to date, friends or new friends, uh, jobs like auditions, you know, like uh, modeling and acting stuff, my worth without my Instagram. And when those words came out of my mouth, as I'm saying this to you, I was like, what the fuck did I just say? And like, mm-hmm. and you were just like, babe, what, what are you talking about? And that's when it kind of clicked in my head, like what you were saying about like, we're so, we're so like obsessed with this. This is not who we are. And I needed mm-hmm. to, and it's, it literally, Liam, it snapped in my head. Like I just... I felt different from our conversation. And I want you to touch into that because maybe I know that there's other people, all of us that have this, this, I want to call it almost like a disease of addiction with technology where like the second it's gone, we're like, 
fuck, what do we do? Like, how am I going to scroll? Yeah. How am I going to lurk? What am I, how am I going to live when in, in reality we live when we're not on technology? Yeah. You know what's so interesting? <laughs> the same reaction you had, I had it three years ago with my Instagram too. And oh, yeah, three man. years ago, I think I was growing my Instagram. I was, you know, doing what everybody else in LA would, you know, says to do. Which oh, of is course. Build a brand, build an audience. Yeah. And you get caught up in the idea of like living on social and your worth, you know, the amount of likes you get and, and being afraid to post because you're not getting enough likes, you know, oh and how it looks, yes. you know, all those little things. On the, it's a numbers game, you know? So, so stupid. I'm so glad I wasn't a teacher right? during this time. I mean, oh my God. So it really messed me up. Like, like I was afraid of posting. Like I was, I grew my account to a certain level. I think it was, it was getting close to like 20 K. And then all of a sudden I just like, I just lost myself within it. I'm like, why am I doing this? It wasn't authentically. I was doing it for the numbers. It yeah. was literally running my life where I was waking up and I was looking at the, the first thing I was looking at was the amount of likes I got or the amount of like new followers that I got. And Same. if there were not enough followers or likes, it would, it would literally ruin my day. I will be in a mood all day. I'll be unhappy. I'll feel disappointed. I, I wouldn't literally, I'll, I'll have a hard time looking at myself <laughs> in the mirror because I realize that my self-worth and my, my happiness were dependent upon the numbers on Instagram. So to me, it's just like, this is not healthy. Like, I don't think this is the right way to be living. Yeah. So I decided to, I literally was like, okay, so I stopped. So, you know, based on my Instagram, I stopped posting. Like I literally. Yeah. Like he literally has one post right now about voting. But you still have a shitload um, of followers. <laughs> no, but no, but they slowly every day I get less. They they leave, you know, because yeah. I haven't posted. Instagram's about uh, you know numbers and content, all that. So the funny thing is, I help brands, you know, with I, I that's what I was doing. I was helping brands with their socials and <sighs> helping them build, you know, an account and all that stuff. So I was doing the work for others, but I just like didn't want to do it for myself because I didn't feel like it was authentically me, mm. and I didn't feel like giving that much power to it because i realized that it's like a game mm -hmm. you know so i realized that I, it was a losing game for me i was never going to be good enough for who i for for you know for the person who i thought i wanted to be which was somebody with like a million followers <laughs> <and> <laughs> which ironically i have friends that have like three hundred thousand followers they're verified the whole yeah. shebang right and they're like living on people's couches. They're not monetizing on it. They're not, you know, like people always assume, oh, you're yeah. verified. We have a shitload of followers. You're, you're making so much money and you're so successful. And I'm like, no, actually some of the yeah, most successful yeah. people I know have like 2000 followers and don't give a fuck about social media. Um, I learned the same thing too. Literally like, you know what I found out? I mean, that not that I, I don't miss it, but I'm happy. Like I'm not going to say I'm not. Through doing this, I've learned a lot because I met a lot of influencers from yeah. like early, early on influencers to people who are already like very established and something in common they all had where they were very unhappy. I saw what yes. I was becoming. Oh my God. Yes. Them. It was like a mirror and I'm like, oh my God, I do not want to become them. They're like, they're like walking zombies. Yeah. Worried about just, it's like a cutthroat game, the, yeah. the social media, the numbers game. So to me, it's like, I want no part in that. If I want to build something, you want, I want it to be authentically. If people are going to follow me, I want them to be because I'm helping them in some sort of way. Not because I want their like approval, not because I want, you know, their numbers to utilize them for something, you know? So to me, that's why I took a step back and I haven't really invested much. But to me, I see the importance of social media. Let's get this straight. Like, it's not all bad. 
Like yeah. you can reach a lot of people. Well, it was supposed to be something things. wonderful yeah. until like you said, it's people's mindset earlier, like uh, the quality of people, like people not giving harmony or respect and kindness, people that don't work it right. That's where the darkness comes in. And that's kind of what, I mean, I personally have seen a lot of in social media, like the trolling and the cyberbullying and the negative. I mean, like I even see animal abuse stuff and I'm just like, what? Like people, like these TikTokers, this generation Z, which I'm sorry, but like I can't deal. Um, that literally is like uh, going and doing certain animal abuse, like have your dog eat jalapenos or pull your dog like out of bed, like by the legs really bad. And these are challenges to get more likes. And I'm like, this is the world we live in. Like we're so desperate to be liked by people we don't know that you're doing heinous challenges to innocent beings or even to yourself, like kids like taking Benadryl and shit. Like, I'm like, what, what is happening? I ra- I'm like you, I rather fo- follow like accounts that inspire me. Not that like, oh, another hot guy or hot girl with some fucking fashion. Like I'm, I'm over it or like clickbait. I mean, it doesn't mean, right. I, don't see, it doesn't mean I don't check it out, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm like, it's, um, what? Is this it? Is this all you got? I would say there's like 1% amazing content inspiration, like for growth yeah. in Instagram. And then the 99.9%, it's all about, they're trying to sell you something or it's a false, you know, reality for them. False reality. Honestly, the thing is, like, you know, I, me working with a lot of these influencers and, like, with all these brands, it's not what it appears. It's all mm. false, most mm. of it. Like, there's some people who live authentically who are on those, like, amazing trips and doing all that. And they are that happy, that what they appear, you know, but it's very rare to find it's that. It's very rare. Most of those people literally, I've seen it. I've been on those, like, influencer trips or, like, uh, you know, those retreats and all that stuff. 99% of the time they're just taking content not enjoying the present moment and I'm like and I made it a point not to take photos when I'm like I don't I never take photos of my meal or like with people like when I'm I want to enjoy the experience I want to be present with people and because I saw it in them like they're not enjoying none of this it's amazing things that they're, they've accomplished and a lot of these perks that they're getting but they're just going to remember them through pictures not from being there I mean I'm not going to say that I don't want to take pictures because I do but i yeah. see what you're saying because for example yesterday i was a, at an amazing dinner amazing oh here comes a helicopter welcome to improv live los Feliz vibes massive helicopter all right there it goes but and, and that's what you get but anyways like i was at this really fabulous dinner and i like my friend had forgot his phone and we were with other friends and i was just like you know what i don't feel right even taking out my phone i just want to be present and nobody knew that I had gone to a dog park yesterday and hung out with a bunch of dogs and a bunch of friends. Nobody knew that I went to an amazing sushi dinner. Nobody knew that I, I had this awesome churros at my friend's house with our dogs. Like nobody knew because I didn't post after like 5 p.m. Whereas before mm-hmm. I would have posted every single moment. And he was actually telling me like this guy works with some of the biggest artists in the music industry. Like he did all like Kanye stuff and all that stuff, things like that. And he was like, he was saying that the new move in the music industry, for example, is that Apple is in the middle of getting a patent to with venues so that the, the artist has an option to disable every single attendee's phone. Like they have the option or even at Coachella to be like, they ha- the artist has the option to say, okay, I don't want anyone to be able to record this because they want the people to be present. Or yeah. let's say you're an upcoming artist. Maybe you do want them to post, you know? So you're like, oh, cool. But 
I think that's pretty amazing because I really, like you said, I realized I've, I, there's been many times in my influencer lives back in the day as a blogger where I was just like, not even in the moment, I was trying to get the best picture or video and massive content. And I just totally missed out on the experience. And I don't want to do that anymore. I want to live. Doesn't mean I'm not going to post. But you know what's so but cool? It's like, like you just said, what Apple's doing is actually it's, it's, a, it's a trend now among a lot of tech companies and, and a lot of new startups is that they're seeing these problems that technology have caused. So they're trying to find solutions to it. So they're incorporating like Apple, you know, the, the screen time, how much screen time you do, you do on your phone. Which they're doing all game those little, changer. You know, features, right? So yeah. we're going to see more and more about wellness within tech for mental health, you know, and Good. how to avoid all those repercussions of social media. Because, like, let's face it, like, the kids, like, the people younger than us. Mm-hmm. As the, I mean, as the helicopter goes by. <laughs> we're we're, we're very still young babies. Still, but, what are you talking about? But, look at us. We look great, know, and we haven't even had Botox. And I don't right? plan to, but thanks. <laughs> yeah. The Generation C, you know, the people behind us, yeah. the kids, are going to struggle. And they are struggling. They right? are already. Because are you kidding me? It's changing their psychology, their self-worth, and how yes. they view themselves. Yes. They are not having the social interactions we had. All their social interactions online on Fortnite, on, you know, on those virtual games. And they Which is also like forcing them to grow up so quickly. Why do you think these 14-year-olds look like they're yeah. literally 35? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I remember when I was 14, I actually was a 14-year-old and I was innocent. Yeah, and I'm glad I had a childhood. Well, like body like, dysmorphia is causing a lot of body dysmorphia. You look at ugh, the, the Kardashian Snapchat clones. filters. No, but all those little kids are seeing their Snapchat filters, and you're like, I want to look like that because I don't look like that in real life. So they're getting plastic surgery really early on. Oh yeah, it's, it's causing all those issues. So ultimately, here, you know, the thing that you, the little power moment you had last week, <laughs> is something that you know, it. I think we all have to go through. Realize yeah. that technology is a tool meant for us to use and leverage to enhance our lives. It's not meant to work our lives because mm-hmm. technology is taking over. Like people think people see us like AI. They feel like technology is like it. We oh, it's a sci-fi thing, you know, like the future of like AI and all that stuff. That's scary. Totally. We're living it now. You know that everything's being ran by computers and AI, and and we're just a little profile on their like massive infrastructure. So, oh my God, Liam, not to like cut you off, but it kind of reminds me because you would appreciate this analogy. Exactly what you're saying was kind of like how I felt when I had my powwow, as you say, um, of when the Instagram was gone. I felt like Neo in the Matrix when they pull out the back of it, the thing of his neck, when he like finally yeah. like, and he, like all the pain he goes through to like realize he's he's out of the Matrix. That's how I felt. And I was like depressed, like full, like yeah. crying, depressed for that was a third Friday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then you and I talked and it was like my eyes, like my life. I just like felt like I got my life back or maybe I I finally was living my life. And you're right. Like, I don't, I'm not going to like not participate in social media, but it's, I have a different relationship with it now than I did before, which is crazy. I got a perfect quote for you. So how are you supposed to wake up from the matrix? if you don't even know you were in the matrix in the first place. You bitch know, because, <laughs> wow <laughs> boom everybody around us, the mic oh my god you know it's the culture it's yeah. what society tells us we're supposed to do especially the younger kids so how are they ever going to have this moment that you had if their friends 
their parents, everybody around them, the parents nowadays being like stage moms, being like, they want their kids to be, they want their kids to make a million dollars on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. There's no kids wanting to be policemen, uh, astronauts, uh, uh, so those, sad. you know, as a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut or something like that, you know, like I wanted I to say that's doctor. what I wanted to be <laughs> or a doctor. There's no longer that they all want to be influencers. Like yeah. they want to be famous on TikTok. They want to have yeah. that like platform, which is nothing. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. The thing is you have to know the repercussions of it. And you also there's a difference. The there's point. a difference between, I'm just going to do this stupid dance. It's not even a dance. I don't know what that is. It, it bugs me when I even see it. And just want to get like 30 million uh, likes on it for no particular reason and promote crap like McDonald's that's bad for our youth just because they're paying me versus someone that's like, okay, I have all these followers. I'm going to talk about some enlightening stuff and I refuse to promote some fit tea just because they're paying me even though it's not even good for you. You know what I mean? Like, And that's what I mean. Like, We don't have to be extremes here. We don't have to be like cut social media to be yeah. good and to like avoid that. No, we're saying learn that there's another side to this. Um, find ways for you to like work around it and for it not to affect you to the point where you're literally can't get out of bed because mm. you literally, your post only got 10 likes within three hours. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> <Right>? God. <laughs> or like, you're like, should I, like I've literally, and I'm pretty sure I've done this to you in the past, but like we'll send a, like a group chat like should i post this picture or should i post this picture or like does this look better or does this look better will this get me more likes and it's like is am i really even thinking like that anymore i mean right before ironically and i told you this before my ig got hacked and disabled i had just like archived and deleted like probably 3500 pictures and minimized it so that it really was a little bit of my lifestyle but also mostly just like my art my writing and my podcast. Like, I didn't want it to be about like, oh, look at me. I'm so fabulous, right? It was more like, this is who I am to a degree. Get to know me better on my podcast kind of vibe. Um, mm-hmm. And then this happened. And now, and I, and be, as you know, you're allowed to tell me whatever you think. Be honest with me. Like, my sister actually messaged me the other day because I had posted what looked like a nude, but it was really, which I was, yeah. But it was an arti- I thought yeah. it was an artistic goddess picture of myself on yeah. my balcony for my birthday week, because my birthday suit, right? And she texts me right away. She's like, Pamela, why do you have to go and post like so, like something so crass again or whatever? Like, you're not a, like you're not about that life. Like that's not, And I was like, I did not post a crass picture. The same penthouse. This was a beautiful goddess picture. I didn't interpret it like that. Um, but I was like, am I playing into the game? Like, did I subconsciously do this? Because in my head, I was thinking, okay, some guys I'm into are following me now. Let me show them what I'm, what I was about. Let me show them what I, I really, who I really to, am. Yeah, I, I know you were, bitch. I that. saw it in your face. And I was like, I might, I'm not going to lie. I might be doing that. I might be doing that because the reality is I'm, and I've said this before in my podcast, I'm still human. So the journey is constant. It's never going to stop. I'm just at a better elevated version of myself, but I'm still going to have those human emotions. You're growing, yeah. You're still going to have those moments where you feel like you took a step back. You know? Exactly. Oh, which and I then, totally did this weekend, yeah. by the way, like back into yeah. the dating world. The fact that I'm even like contemplating that, like this yeah. reminded me of something very relatable. And I think Do tell. a lot of the listeners are going to relate to this. Um, so I went through a breakup, uh, like, you know, three years ago, pretty much. Right. Oh, um, oh, I and that. I found mm-hmm. myself, you know, like in a situation mm-hmm. of what am I about to post? I knew what was going to happen, you know, who was going <laughs> to see the post, right? Oh, we know. We <laughs> so know how to work this. Selfie, you post a selfie. There's and then, trap. You know, you, you see, they see, yeah, it's mm-hmm. you post something and then 
you want a reaction. So you're manipulating the cir- circumstance. So before uh-huh. I, you know, when I was doing that, I now what I do is like before I post something, I look at myself and I go like, why am I posting this? What is the reason behind this? Yeah. What reaction am I trying to get? Like I, I ask myself questions to kind of keep myself on check because it's easy to fall back into those traps. Especially I've hundred percent done it with my last three posts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, so just ask yourself questions and like, don't be hard on yourself. Like we all go through like the ups and downs. It's like growth is not linear. Growth is cyclical. Growth is ups and downs. So um, three steps forward, one step back. Sometimes well, one step forward, five steps back. <laughs> un pasito para atrás, un pasito yeah. para adelante. <laughs> but that's so also, that's another thing I was going to ask you because I lo- thank you for saying that. I actually, and I this could have been a solo episode for me, what I'm about to say, but I, I wanted to have this with someone that I respect and to be able to, to, to really get that feedback from, which is you and as my spiritual guidance. But like this weekend really for me was a test. Like I'll give you, uh, without going into to full details, but like, yeah, like I met someone. I was already talking to someone else that I was friends with for a while who's like older. He's 41. He's established. He doesn't drink. It's like it, 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 he's good on paper and he'd be great for my mom. Like my mom would love him, right? But mm-hmm. the chemistry yeah. is not really there. Like he's the, he's very frigid. So like, I'm like, oh, what do I have to make the first movie? Like, it's so boring. It's not my vibe. But then I met this kid, I call, (laughs) because he's 25. And he's super sweet. Like that from the moment we met, it was just like instant connection chemistry. I'm not saying, I'm not saying he's my person, neither one of them. But I, I was interested to explore and like, yes, maybe, maybe, you know, my six and a half month celibacy got a little tested, you know, and like maybe got a little kiss or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But a part of me, saw the pattern and saw the temptation of falling into certain past patterns. And I held myself back and I was like, Oh great. That's the problem with these youngins. It's like, yeah, they're, they're not tarnished. They're so sweet. And, and personality wise, like we mesh so well, but he tests me and tempts me um, to go back to my past that I've, I don't want to go there. And then we have this other guy that actually keeps me in check, but there's no fire. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's because neither one of them are my person or maybe I'm trying to find the balance in between those two and mesh into someone else. But like, I felt it made me feel bad. Like I was berating myself for even wanting to continue to explore this person because I am going to still hang out with this person with both of them actually and still explore. But it made me feel like, God, Pam, like you're talking about all this great stuff, practice what you preach, which I do. But now I myself, the human Pamela Francesca, not the soul, yeah. is tempted to like maybe have a glass of wine, maybe have sex at some point. I don't know when I do still believe in everything I've been talking about. Does that make sense? Like, and Let I don't, me break it down I don't for know what to do. Quick. Like, it makes me feel like shit. <laughs> is what it Let is. me break it down for you real quick. So please, listen, you can't be hard on yourself. Oof. One, Drop some um, two is you're human. And the biggest thing out of this is the fact that you had that realization, the fact that we're having this conversation. Yeah. Old Pam would just ignore that voice and just continue moving forward. Exactly. Now the fact that you took a, a step and you realize what's happening here, that's what's crucial. Now you can fall back into the same trap as before with knowledge and you, you, know, you know what you're getting yourself into now mm-hmm. uh, and learn the experience you're meant to learn from that or you can avoid it. Like it's a choice. We all have choices. So... I would say don't judge the experience. Sometimes we're meant to go through things for a reason. Sometimes mm-hmm. people come into a life for a reminder, you know, maybe he came into your life for that reason, for you to see how much you grow, you know, how much growth you've done. 
in the past, like, you know, big red months. flag. <laughs> yeah, but uh, listen, ultimately, people have the idea, like, in spirituality, they say it's meant to be easy, feel easy, right? You know, easy is right, um, you know, all that stuff. But ultimately, I'll say this. How many things in life that came to you easy were worth lasting? Like, they oh, yeah, lasted no. a long time. No, no I, right? I actually Easy. do believe the opposite. I do believe that the best things in life take effort and come yeah. and, and aren't easy. But From I think I think what I meant more more along the lines of, and maybe this is a, the Latina passion in me, but it's more like like this person was the initiator of like first case. This person, it was like the chemistry, the the sexual. Let's get to it. The sexual chemistry yeah. and just the fun, like didn't feel forced. Like even just the the conversing, it didn't feel. Whereas with this other person, it's like at one point there's crickets. Where I'm like, uh, like it's, maybe it's just like a personality clash. And so do, but do well, I me, think that it's easy? No, because I see already the issues. Do you want me to? Be real here, do you want me to oh, please drop want, some freaking okay, knowledge me, on me. Okay, yes, so get this real. Is what I think that they're neither one uh, for me. No, yeah. Knowing you, <laughs> no, because I know you and I know you for a while, and I know. Yes, and tell people. People, I'm an open yeah. book, so tell people what's so, up. Yeah, this is the thing, though. I would say that the reason why it's so much easier with these younger guys is because they look at you and they look at what you can offer. They look at a oh lot of these guys are like new to L.A. They're maybe trying to be the up and coming actor, model, et cetera. And you're really well connected. People, yeah, you're, you're like you. The people around you are like movers and shakers. Like they could, they see that and they want a part of it. So they end up putting more work. They finesse you. That's what they do. Whereas somebody that sees you as an equal, they're not going to be there. They're not going to like go do tricks for you and try and like get your attention. None of that. They're going to see that, you know, they, they're interested and see if you're interested, they're going to want you to meet them in the middle. That's somebody oh that you see nailed you it equal. in the freaking bud. You nailed it. Oh, you nailed it because sure. Liam tends to do this. You guys listeners, just so you know, he, he's very, um, what's the word? Like intuitively connected. So there's many times where you drop a truth bomb on me and I'm like, holy crap, that's exactly what I was thinking. I already had these doubts, for example, with this young person, because yes, this person's new to LA, just moved here two weeks ago, struggling artist, model, sweet guy though, not like, like not shady version, but still already calling me like, so what's fun around here to do this? Or like, or like I already, I already did what old Pam does, set him up with a photographer. Exactly. Classic Pam. And that's a no-no. No, no, that's a no, no. no. Um, I've, you know, like, I'm already like, oh, you should meet my friend. So like, because it just came. And then as I hear myself saying this, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm falling into old patterns. And then I'm like, I'm like, so now I don't trust why, like, I know, I know I'm beautiful. Mm -hmm. I know my worth, but now I don't trust why you want to be in my life versus like, you're right. This other guy, number one has known me for a long time is super established. I would say even probably more than I am, but we are still, um, but we are still kindred um people like we're on the same level and they, he doesn't need me right you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. exactly so he, it's like a different relationship but but i still want him to like grab my face and kiss me and he just hasn't done it yet and i'm like Ugh. you know you you know my 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 thing now because i had the same issue right it's mm-hmm. always like what well, you can offer them but it became from you it's like i don't want i don't i don't want you to meet me in your life i want you to have me in your life you know Oof. it's Love so that. I think with this, all these youngsters that you attract to, you attract them for a reason. You know, it's like subconsciously, I feel there's something deep inside that you you want that approval, kind of like what happened with Instagram, you know, that you seek yeah. that approval from others. And you know, he's easy. it's like a, the low-hanging fruit. They're the low-hanging fruit for you. 
Maybe subconsciously it's because I, now that I'm getting older, I feel like I wasted so much time with the wrong people that I'm always, that I'm almost trying to subconsciously go back in time and be like, well, let me start over, but literally start over with people of the age that I wanted to start over. But in reality, I'm not there anymore. So it's like, I'm kind of like, I'm not. And so obviously I, it's, and it's hard because in my, in being like a, being a heterosexual woman in your thirties and your mid thirties, most of the guys that are available to me are either that are great or married already. So they're not available to me or that's it. (laughs) Like there's not a lot of options, which is why I end up going for younger guys because if they're older, then why are you still single? Like what's, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Kind of vibe. And if not, or are you a divorcee? So it's like, there's not a lot of options. And so then I go backwards. But that's not, you gotta, not the right fit. The second thing you got to think about is the fact that you're looking at it as in, like, you're forgetting about the power of attraction and all these other oh, things. So yes. if you start questioning this and being like, well, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with this? You're going to keep attracting that, you know, the type of people, maybe so those what do you do? doubts. But you focus on what you want. Don't focus on what you don't want because you're going to attract that. I, for, um, I, I forgot that, y'all. I forgot that because I've definitely not been doing that. I've been focusing on the... Uh, that's... Okay, see, maybe this is the advice you can give to the listeners too because um, I don't want to take up all your time. But like that's kind of... with When it comes to attract, law of the attraction, this is kind of where I, I lose it a little bit, where I get confused. Like I know that you're not supposed to say, I want this, right? Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. It's almost like you should say like, I see myself... Here's another helicopter, by the way. I see myself in a healthy relationship with, and then you envision your person, right? Um, yeah. But I find it very difficult to do that from time to time because I'm still constantly working on that moment of wanting to believe that it can happen. Or am I doing something wrong? Like, what? how do you work with the law of attraction and power of manifestation? Like, what's the Liam da Silva way? <laughs> and let me I just, think we all need to know. We go, before we get into this, you know, kind of wrapping up, we wrapped up obviously the social. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say yes, please. Um, um, ultimately, the law of attraction, people feel like it's, oh, it's some um, new age type of thing, beliefs and all that. And look, we do it on every single day. Like, if yeah. you look at physics and science, energy exists. And like energy, likes like energy. And that's the law of attraction that something like like energy wants to be run like energy. So you, it pulls to each other. It's like a magnet, right? So same thing with your thoughts, same thing with your desires. Think about how many times you go through the day and some of you keep thinking of somebody and all of a sudden you get a text message from them. Or sometimes you're thinking oh. about your biggest fear. I'm going to get a parking ticket. I'm going to get a parking ticket. And then you get the parking ticket, right? It goes both ways. It has no bias of good or bad. You know, it just, it is what it is. So you have to be very cautious about your thoughts and your emotions. So thought. That the idea, the thought that you can create, like say you create a list of the, your ideal guy, you mm-hmm. make a list of who, who it is, you know. <laughs> Which I totally have, it. by the way. Now, that only gets you so far because mm. the second step is believing it, internalizing it, knowing that it's going to happen. You don't know how, but you know it's going to happen. So you forget about it, right? And then what creates it is emotion. Now, the trick here is when you believe something's going to happen, you're full of joy. You feel like it's already here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you visualize that wedding. You you feel like you already have the comfort of the partner next to you. It's a happy emotion. And it attracts you. It makes it happen. It manifests. So it happens. And then the next confirmation is look at successful people. Mm-hmm. 
when you have success and you already picture success and you taste it, you feel it, you smell it, it's easy for you to create more of it. Yes, you may have resources and all that, but it's almost like it's like you climb the mountain and as you when you get there, you figure it out how it works. It's easier to climb down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, but what if but like what if you get negative walls. thoughts during this like because it happens like it's, you, a, it's okay to get negative thoughts but you have to can't you have to just get them out of you immediately so mm-hmm. if you start link if a negative thought comes in that's your old programming just tell yourself that negative thoughts are part of the thing but I'm not gonna <laughs> let them that dig bitch. It, you know so <laughs> then forget about them and then shift to a positive thought that reinforces your belief that things are gonna happen like an example is for me is like i i focus on for me right now i'm focused on the, you know my businesses and all that stuff yeah. so um you know it's up and down with it all the time you get negative like things negatively happen in, in during the day or something that really reinforces that things cannot happen maybe mm-hmm. so what i do is when something like that happens i realize that it's a choice you know to either give into it or shift myself out of it so what i do is i think of something like um, a release party for the app, an example, right? I visualize like who's gonna be there, where is it located? You visualize Francesca DJing this party, right? Like it's a whole. You vibe. get yeah. excited. You get that little thing in your stomach, the part of you get excited because you're visualizing, and that that reinforces the, the law of attraction, and that attracts that thing to to me. You know that potential reality that's out there for me. Um, but if I give into the negative thought of failure, then that will manifest. <laughs> So, oh my God, I, I'm so glad we had this conversation because I think I've been, now that I'm kind of getting back into the world, the outside world of socializing, I, I found myself forgetting that these are the things that I need to focus on in terms of my mind. And I, I was leaning towards focusing on the negative. And I feel like that's what's manifested here where I'm kind of in a, in between backwards pattern. But like you said, now that I've done the work, I can see that. And the fact that I can see that is a big change. So at least we know not all is lost. <laughs> at least right. we know there's hope. Um, Love Bug, I just want to say, because obviously it's been, we, we've talked for, I, we're going to have you back on because we, Liam and I, you guys can talk forever. And he has so much knowledge for you guys. And that's what this, podcast is about is I just want to keep keep informing on different levels and you and you take it in you know so and as a final note I just want you to give just like a little elevator pitch piece of advice in general could be about anything because you've given so much gold advice on this on this episode but just something off the top of your head that you would give to everyone or anyone regardless of age gender anything that's listening right now from you to them advice So I would say that we all have goals or desires and wants. Um, we all have fears. We all have uh, doubts. The thing is, just ending on like the law of attraction and how that works and, and how you can have things happen for you is that mm-hmm. I'm experiencing it day by day. I'm seeing the re- I'm seeing the benefits of it. And I see how powerful it is when something doesn't go my way either. So what I would say is if you focus too much on what you want and you're so focused on it, it's almost like it goes against the universe, the law of like the universe. Think about it, like you're putting too much attention on something. It's because why is it? You're afraid something's not going to happen. You're too obsessed with something. You have to let things breathe. 
And for me right now, I feel like the people around me and I keep, people are lonely and people are, uh, a lot of it's like finding friends, finding your partner, mm-hmm. finding connection and love. We're too fixated in it sometimes that we forget that some, you know, they're meant to be organic. Life brings us people at the right time because it's, there, there's something happening that we don't see, you know, timing, destiny, etc. So sometimes you have to take, take a step back, breathe, relax, and just know things are going to happen for you. And they will happen if you really believe that. But if you're too focused on something, you may actually push it away. Oof, like because a magnet. It, like yeah, when, when you do the opposite. You repel, you, you, repel, yeah, yeah, you repel exactly. it. <gasps> you repel it because think about it. It's like if you're not in the right mindset, let's say, let's just put you as an example, okay? Like, Please. Real quick. <laughs> so let's say you want to make it all about husband, me. Right? Yes. Okay. And you're so focused on it that you're so fixed that you forget about the growth you need to do internally, preparing yourself for your soulmate mm-hmm. because he's doing the work on the other end, you know? And then when you guys are perfectly aligned, life will put you guys in each other's paths and then magic will happen. But if you're <sighs> so fixated on finding him that you forget about your work, putting on the mask and really working on yourself. Mm-hmm. Then literally when you pass him, when life puts you together, it's not going to click. It's not going to match. It's not going to happen because he's not going to be attracted to you. You're not going to be the the partner that he prepared himself to be with. Oh my God. I feel like that's happened to me already in the past. So I think it's happened to a lot of us that we feel like we missed out. I just had like a freaking light bulb. Oh my God, Liam. I mean, I'll tell you all about that later, but yeah, you're so right, babe. I mean, you're just full of truth problems. I also told Liam I need to write a book, but you know, what are you going to do? You're focusing on tech, so. I just feel like, I you know, with all your listeners, I don't know, I get the instinct that a lot of them, it's a relationship thing. Partners, you know, love, all that. That's a main wow. theme. Yes, I've your, gone, your that's, your been, that's so. been a lot of what um, I've been messaged about. And because of that, they're like, maybe I should focus on self-love. And they have because they're coming out of bad relationships or breakups or losing a spouse or like, like it's just because are are we all, like you say, constantly wanting to be not alone, but we tend to forget that we're not alone when we're alone. If we really do the work. I mean, it's it's a whole, Oh my God. I mean, first of all, thank you. We can, we can go on forever, but I'm going to leave it like that. And I just, um, thank you so much for being here, Liam. We're going to have you back. I love you so much, so much love and light to you. And for everybody listening you know, you don't have to follow him on social media because he doesn't post anything, but you're going to hear a lot from Liam DeSoma. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, now. you can tag me and I'll repost stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And he's going to be back on this freaking podcast. But until then, we're going to see you on the flip side, everybody. A push. Oh, yeah.